Welcome to Talking Out Renting. My name is Alistair Field. And I'm Greg Smith. You've dropped in on our current topic series, The Struggle to Be a Good Manager. And today, the episode, it's finally here, Greg. Your <sighs> favorite, almost favorite word, curiosity. I honestly, it's it's not only my favorite word, it is definitely something that I continue to work on because I think it is the golden nugget of everything, actually. It's your religion. It is. It is, you know, like uh, uh, to be curious, to evoke, to develop, to advance curiosity within myself uh, helps me grow and also helps me create space for great things to happen. So I honestly think, you know, I always say the two things that uh, the three things that all great leaders do is they are curious, they're courageous, and they create clarity. So those are the three things, but of them all and at the heart of everything is curiosity because courage without curiosity is not good. Uh, and, uh, um, I think curiosity allows us to step back and be clear on what we want as well. So I, I don't know. That's, this is, yeah, definitely one of my favorite words and, uh, uh, a core development area for me. I'd never heard this word in any training course. I've had a whole bunch of management training things and I've uh, and communication labs and stuff. And I've never heard this word used until you introduced it into the discussion almost every episode. <laughs> so, uh, but no, I think this is, this is a really good one. It's a long time coming and uh, it should be good. I think it will be. So let's set the stage here. Greg and I have been friends for a long time and we have both been managers or leaders for big chunks of our careers. We both benefited from other people assisting us in our management development. In every episode, we're going to discuss a situation where we and others have missed the mark. We're going to start at the perspective of the employee, and we're going to discuss how we've observed others successfully manage these situations and what our experience is with them. And we're always going to have an underlying theme of a good discussion. And have we ever not had a good discussion? No, I do not believe we have. We, you know, even though we start sometimes thinking, oh, I'm not sure about this one, we always have a good discussion. And even the first 20 episodes that we taped when we really had no idea what we were doing in every respect, they were still good conversations. They were, because I think, you know what, when you let go and when you put a topic out and when you allow it to flow a bit, there are always experiences, stories uh, that that we have. And just kind of reflecting upon them and sharing them is a beautiful way to start the conversation. As we always say, this is just the beginning of the conversation. We want you to go and have other conversations based upon the topic that we have for that week. And that's always my question. Who are you talking to? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So let's jump in. You've a work environment where you experience some or all of the following. It is a very top-down environment where curiosity and development are not the norm. You have a bunch of ideas and thoughts, but they aren't given a voice as management isn't curious. You're curious about things at work, and there is no forum for you to ask your questions and to develop as an employee and as a person. Curiosity is seen as a negative thing in person-to-person -person interaction. The product or process in the company is suffering because people just do what they and the company do. They just do what they're told. And just before we turned on the tape, you had a byline. Yeah, no, of course I probably can't remember, but it's, it's something along the line. Just, uh, I don't pay you to, I don't pay you to think. I just pay you to do and don't ask questions, you know, just, and I've been in those environments, whether or not it's spoken, but certainly it's felt. I don't want you asking questions 
I don't want you thinking. I just want you to do what I say you're going to do. Here's the rules. And you know what? Those are, those are organizations where there is no creativity. Those are organizations that are stifled. And, th- and, um, you know, you have to have rigor for sure. You have to have frameworks for sure. The schedules. The schedules for sure. But having no space for, uh, in, inquisitive nature, no space for curiosity, um, that kills organizations. I, uh, I've been in organizations and on teams and things where it's just so good. I remember I was, I was doing a case and I was getting weird stares while I was doing the case at some of the more, se- everybody was senior, more senior than me in the room. I remember I broke the case and, uh, it was an internal security matter at the police and, the most unlikely character came over and goes, explain to me how you got here. Mm. I'm really interested. So we, we had like the best conversation we've ever had. Matter of fact, I think it's the only good conversation we ever had. And that curiosity was really interesting. What I find quite often is, uh, something will be put together process or, uh, an investigation plan or something's put together. And then they come say, Hey, this is what we're going to do. What do you think? They don't actually care. They've already put it together. Mm. They're not going to take any curiosity or any questions. And, and so if we're going to do something and we're going to take advantage of all the people and all the experience in the room, you kind of need to start getting that earlier on in the process. Not when you have a finished product that you're just really looking for affirmation on, mm-hmm. or you're just telling people, this is what we're doing. And what do you think is just an afterthought and it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, and you know, it doesn't mean that there aren't times when there is less space for curiosity. Yes, if I agree. If it's crisis and yes. you got to move, we've talked about this in other podcasts, that sometimes it's like, uh, you know, I'm going to make the decisions here because we have limited time and there's a risk at it, we got to do it, boom, boom, boom. Um, but if you can, even in those moments, create little spaces for curiosity and questioning and 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 participation that can be so powerful you know is there anything i miss throw it out on the table like like let it go now often in the midst of crisis we can get very narrow and narrow focused and tunnel vision tunnel vision and and so having that one person or having a space that you've created enough for someone to say hey wait a second alistair the one thing that I don't think we've considered is this. Have we thought about this and the impact of this? Often those are the most powerful things that can avoid big crisis or accelerate an idea way beyond what you thought it could be. Or the question, mm-hmm. why are we even doing this? Mm-hmm. That early on curiosity, like mm-hmm. why do we need to do mm-hmm. this? And maybe mm-hmm. you don't have all the information. You don't have everybody else's perspective. And mm-hmm. so when somebody asks that question, it's not a pushback. It's not a bad attitude thing. It's like, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. That curiosity. Oh, okay. Oh, well, we have some stuff over here that we dealt with or something came in and I don't know if we've all looked at it yet. I mean, curiosity just builds a better product. Yeah. And I always think curiosity just creates space. Mm. It, it, curiosity can create space in myself. If I'm pausing to react to something that's driving me nuts, that's a curiosity. Curiosity can create 
possibilities and ideas because if you have a space where it's an open page and you allow people to go through so we'll go through some of these but this is just curiosity is is a component that can apply in almost everything in conflict in brainstorming in problem solving in crises how do you at least create many moments of curiosity because i know sometimes you got to curiosity can be sometimes folks feel it could be go it goes too far it takes too long it's about widening the space too wide so you don't get anything done sometimes people uh, have a, a a belief that curiosity can can unravel slow things, things unravel things down yeah. or slow things down but used well it's a powerful it's a powerful tool so as a manager, uh, there's a bunch of things we can do to help this situation. And I believe we probably already started talking about some of them. But mm. the first one, I believe, is a point I brought up. Invite good questions continuously. Make a space for it, as you keep saying. Earlier on in any process is good. Afterwards, it might just be about affirmation and you're just checking a box. Yeah, I, at one organization I put in, um, we actually declared certain kinds of dialogue. And one of the ones that I loved the best was, so there was a discovery dialogue. Discovery dialogue was a, it, early on, I've got an idea or I'm trying to think through something and I want to surround myself with a bunch of different thinkers and I'm going to present the idea or the thought or the challenge. And I want you to uh, activate your curiosity and ask questions, bring ideas, all kinds of thoughts to the table. And, and I might not use any of them directly, but they'll influence everything. And it was powerful. It was like a half hour session. Uh, there are decision making dialogues, but these were all really specific where you can call it out. And in this case, uh, where you have a chance to ask questions and, and, uh, especially earlier on in the process, it can be so powerful to create a space of curiosity and questioning and input. Uh, I think that's a powerful one. And when people ask questions, it benefits the process or the product or is probably a key part of people understanding and developing their own role. There's nothing better than listening to this is what we're going to be doing and be able to ask a bunch of questions and everybody's kind of curious what's going on. So you sit there and go, okay, I understand my seat in this process. I understand what I'm supposed to be doing. This is good. And it, it's better for buy-in. It's better for whatever you're going to do when people feel comfortable in what their role is and actually know what their role is. Mm -hmm. And this is one where really to be curious about what's happening in yourself is really important too, because um, I do a lot of work around energy and just understanding the energy shifts and emotional shifts in me when I'm in conversation. And so what's interesting is sometimes when people ask questions um, or curious, I might get excited and I, I might be real positive and I might really want to dive deep and say, tell me more, Alistair, that I really like that and really create that space. But there are other times mm. uh, where someone is being curious, asking lots of questions. And in the back of my mind, I'm feeling, shut up. I, I, I don't need to hear this anymore. And I might. Or you feel threatened. Or I feel threatened. And, and again, we might not be a bad person, but it's just whatever's going on. But you know, when that happens, you feel it in yourself. And, you know, at the end of each of our podcasts, we talk about the churn and the, and the joy and that type of thing. In those churn, just know that's a beautiful thing to maybe pause and, and, ask a couple questions. And we've, we've done this in past conversations where you, it might be, huh? 
Tell me more, Alistair. So why do you think that is, uh, uh, what, what, what's reached, helped you reach that that's a good thought or flesh that out a little bit more for me so that I can hear it. That gives me some space for not only Alistair to become more curious in himself and share his ideas and go forward, but it widens my curiosity as well to listen and take in because there's usually nuggets in the stuff that's churning. Well, great, Greg, that's, uh, that's the next point. Oh, is that? Yes. yes. Good job. Excellent. For I somebody did, I that did, hasn't read it. I did pre-read it. Did but you? It, yeah, it was, yeah, you know, <laughs> re- retention may be an issue. Showing curiosity when someone else is talking is a great way to perhaps get a better understanding of what the company, the position, or the person does and helps to get to know that person mm. better. You get the, an idea of what they do, what their approach is, what their thinking is. And, and there's nothing better that if you're going to be working with somebody close that you really have a good understanding about where they come from and what they've done. Well, I love this one because uh, I also love the fact that, you know, it's about getting to know people. And I think um, listening and and really being curious when someone is bringing up great ideas or asking lots of questions and that type of thing. Uh, we always talk about the physical way of doing that, building that rapport, like leaning in, like like really kind of looking at the person's eyes and say, tell me more. That's really cool. And actually, if you're entering into a space of uh, um, expectancy of what am I going to learn from Alistair today? What don't I know about him? That that energy shows up because you almost feel it. You know when someone is really there with you? what do you do? You lean in even further. You maybe will take a little bit more of a risk. You'll may, maybe say something that's bubbling down inside. You think, oh, I'm not sure I want to say that, but it's a really, really, really good idea. So curiosity kind of grows curiosity, which grows courage, which really makes some uh, cool things happen. Relationship, Greg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And curiosity breeds innovation and improvement. There's nothing better than coming up with an idea and throwing it out there and people ask curious questions. So why, why were, you know, why did you think that? What are we trying to do? And, uh, you know, what does this sentence mean? Uh, cause sometimes when we write something or present an idea, it makes sense in our head. Mm-hmm. It might not just get translated to, uh, a, you know, a good representation when we're talking to people, but it really does. Like if you've got a problem and you can frame the problem and everybody's curious about the problem and they all sit around, you're probably going to solve the problem. Yeah, and you know, if you combine curiosity with some gamification, there's, there's a, I think Alexis was on our show a while back, and uh, she is, this is what she does. She mm. creates kind of moments of experiences where people can um, discover their curiosity and release their curiosity. And often it's through a fun event. It might be through a game that's integrated with the idea of the But problem. not a potluck. Not a potluck, not a potluck. Yes, that's right. But it is kind of neat that, that there are ways to do it. And again, so you can integrate the plan to release curiosity. And then within that, you're right. That just helps accelerate that innovation and that improvement. And people are a great resource. Use them. Ah, yeah, yeah. And again, it's the safe brace space kind of idea. Like how do you create a place where it's okay to be curious. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to actually challenge in a, 
in a in a positive way it's 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 okay to really be stumped and say i'm stumped can you tell me more uh to 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 dive deeper those are all signs of of a curious space and uh and and uh and there and the active participation of more people in the group also helps describe a curious space and what do you need you need ideas you need other people's input you need people to help you know refine ideas and processes and products or whatever it is and you know if you just rely on yourself and you're not curious about what other people do like you might not know what you need unless you know who it is that is around you and what they do and what they can bring to the table and you're only going to find that out if you're being curious with them mm -hmm. and you know it's interesting i do a lot of work with assessments to help you understand each other and so um often curiosity grows through understanding of each other. So often we'll do some survey work, assessment work, where we'll understand how do you show up? How do you make decisions? How do you um, learn? How do you challenge? And we all do that in different ways. So uh, uh, we curiosity can show up in different ways as well. So what I'm thinking here is that just, again, that that knowing each other, deepening awareness of how we show up, how we think, how we respond to things, uh, you know, there are some folks in the one tool Coley I use that are high fact finders. These folks ask tons of questions because they need to know. They need to know the details, but they dig, 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 and dig. And if you're someone who doesn't like that, you can easily get annoyed and can block them out and therefore make them feel not a part of the situation. So again, how do you think about what someone needs to bring their best curiosity because everybody's going to need something different. So stepping over to the employee, look for and participate in any discussion in a healthy way that helps you make everything better that you're involved in. Mm. Healthy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, and then um, this is where curiosity and courage really kind of comes together. I think is, um, evoking the curiosity within yourself is what's the what's the thing that's bubbling inside of me what's that what's that thing that i might be i don't understand that it might be ooh i got a thought that's kind of bubbling up with regards to that that those are all kind of the the stirrings of curiosity and 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 those are amazing uh, and then how do you share those stories and often people get more worried about it and uh and so this is where courage and curiosity tend to kind of click together is that once you know it say it uh and uh, express it because their your curiosity will allow others to maybe see something or or question something um because you've stepped forward yourself the next one uh was kind of on this theme when you have an opportunity to ask questions it helps the process or product development and your curiosity is an important part of your learning development. As you figure out what the company does, what other people do, all of a sudden you'll see a component from somebody else. You go, I need to know how to do that. Mm. That's interesting how that works in everything that we do. It isn't just about, of course, helping the company move forward with whatever you do to satisfy your customers, but also your development. Mm. And by asking questions, you're going to, you know, you see stuff coming into the process or people or ideas or um, it's really good. It, it helps you develop as an employee. Mm -hmm. And again, it's just knowing 
It's sensing in yourself those shifts that 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 uh, help you lead you down that pathway. I think sometimes if we if we're you know curiosity, if someone says something and we have a tweak, sometimes we don't even feel it particular, and we might think of it afterwards. But uh, I agree a hundred percent. So tap into that. And when people, especially bosses, ask you questions, dive in with healthy thoughts, suggestions. And questions, curiosity coming the other way is as good as well because they get to know you. They get to tap into your experience, your knowledge. It's a win-win. Yeah, and you know what? If the boss is saying something, we talk about this, saying something that, you know, Alistair, I really, that one thing that you just said really struck me. Uh, and I, and I'm, I'm, I'm curious, tell me a little bit more about what you meant by that and how do you think we can uh, apply that on our team? Uh, and, and what are the things you think might get in the way? So asking great questions will also help stir your leader's thoughts and ideas. We all need it. So why not share that with each other? And it'll also create, um, you know, when I was a leader, I love people who would ask questions who were, who were diving deeper into something that I said or a suggestion because that told me that they were, they were all in as being part of the discussion. And I appreciate that. And show curiosity in your peer-to-peer conversations. You know, I have talked about peer-to-peer things quite often, how mm-hmm. important they play a role in what we do at work. You're probably surrounded by interesting, knowledgeable, and important, experienced people. It's great to have these types of conversations and show curiosity and just share with one another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, um, curiosity comes from joy. Ooh, excitement. Uh, or it can become from churn, like, ooh. Uh, that I, I don't, and, and key is whatever you feel these extremes, tap into that, ask a question, dive deep, widen your view, narrow your view, whatever it's required. But uh, again, and often it's in those peer discussions that are the most powerful and the most uh, revealing. I got to say, Greg, in between uh, a social service work and the policing work that I did, the peer to peer component probably accounted for 90% of the knowledge and experience that I needed to do the job. The book stuff, important, no mm, doubt. Mm. But it's that peer-to-peer interaction where you take the benefit of the people around you and you show curiosity, and and especially if they're open to questions and, and uh, they're really good about giving feedback and stuff like that. It is very, very important in a lot of roles. Yeah, and, you know, everybody wants to be heard. Everyone wants to be a part of something, and being curious and being present with someone and asking questions and diving deeper and seeking to understand that deepens that connection, that bond and that sense of belonging. So we help each other when we take a little bit of time to, and, and, uh, to, to lean in and to, uh, just, just get to know each other and get to know their ideas even more. And I added this one because a couple people in particular came to my, uh, I just remembered some interaction with them. People who shy away from curiosity are sometimes insecure or they're just shy and, uh, help them by developing a good relationship with them so that you can benefit from them and they can benefit from you. Uh, in quite a few of the workplaces I work, Greg, uh, there's those people that are just off to the side that, uh, are very shy. And I found when you were able to draw them out a little bit, mm. 
it was a good thing. You all of a sudden you go, one person in particular went, Oh my goodness, what are they doing this job? They are like off the charts smart. They have their mind just works a certain way. And, and this one person, I actually put them on a kind of a, a plan to, to bump them into something else because like I wouldn't have known unless I was curious about like who, like what do you do? And you start looking at their qualifications and stuff mm-hmm. and go like, this person is totally, um, underemployed here. Mm-hmm. Like we need to sort this out because this person will just get bored and leave. So it's really important to take a look around the room and see who's there and see who maybe you don't have as much knowledge of or and become curious at who are, or who are they? What, you know, what do they do? What are their qualifications? I've had people come up to me and say like, listen, this Greg guy, thank you for him working with me, but you need to find him something else to do. He is flipping bored because he is highly experienced. Mm-hmm. He's done a zillion things. You need to work on that. Mm. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, though. Even as you're talking there, I think curiosity is other-centeredness. It's really... Yes, it can uh, be. uh, Yeah, really kind of wanting to get to know you a little bit more. I think it's part of the relationship, right? We keep talking about relationship. Yeah, Yeah, and we're... I don't know. We've. I think maybe it's the separateness through COVID or whatever. It does seem that we're less patient in wanting to seek to understand wanting to get to know people and sometimes time is the commodity right yeah yeah but there's so we throughout all of our podcasts we talk about the 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 power of relationship which creates trust which actually speeds decisions which increases a sense of belonging and connectedness they all work together um so how do you uh, really just activate a curiosity plan um and that is just with others, especially when they're saying something you disagree with. Lean in, uh, seek to understand, discover what's the nugget in there for you. Um, or if it's a situation you don't understand, don't be afraid to ask that question that, 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 that hopefully provides some clarity. Cause normally when you are uh, asking, you're, you're going to ask the ask it for three other people in the room that are just too afraid to ask the question. So you can lead where you are by being more curious. Um, know when you're getting too, asking too many questions. Again, we also talk about know your audience. And if, you know, if Alistair is someone who you see glaze over with, uh, uh, too many questions, then that's not going to work. But then think about what are the two most important questions that you want to ask. So, little you know smidges of curiosity versus overly curious curious um maybe the better approach well you talked about earlier there, there's times when you have a a discussion but you have to you know you have to you know these are the bumpers on it like we have today to talk about this thing you know we have a deadline coming up so let, let's you know, what are the questions we really need to ask there's nothing wrong with putting limits on it right but there's certainly if we don't allow a certain amount if we don't encourage and allow a certain amount of curiosity we're really taking away from what we've built in terms of mm-hmm. people and experience and mm-hmm. things like that, right? So, I agree 100%. No, I, I think we're doing the wrap-up. I think yes, that's where we are I right think now. we are. I yes, think we, we are. slipped I think we, into wrap-up. We just up. slipped into it. You think after 145, 146 episodes. So I agree with everything you said. And I, I appreciate that you've brought this this word. Of course, we've all heard the word, but we've never – I have i don't think I've ever heard this word used in any of the management development or, or – um, uh, any of the leadership uh, courses I've taken and things like that. So I think it's really, really cool. And uh, uh, it, it's another one of these very simple concepts mm. uh, to execute. I don't know, you know, it depends on your proficiency and your, your 
perhaps confidence and things like that, but it can only better the relationship you have with other people. I agree 100%. I just was curious. The definition of curiosity is a strong desire to know or learn something. So imagine if we decided to intentionally enter each, each space, each situation, good, bad, boring, exciting, whatever that is, with a desire to know and to grow. How much uh, better would that be in how we relate to each other, um, the quality of ideas that we create? And it's so interesting. And, and I, I honestly believe this just become, it, be, it begins with an intention to say, you know what, uh, in the next week, each of the meetings that I enter, I'm going to enter into it with a spirit of curiosity, a desire to know and to grow. Uh, so oh, oh, say, I'm going to go into that. And then afterwards, do a quick uh, end bookend closing to say, hey, in that meeting, what did I learn? What do I now know that I didn't know before? What? How have I grown as a leader or as a team member or as a uh, just a, a, a leader, a learner? What, what are those things? I honestly think it, that would shift so much in our workplace and in our world. I, I like it from uh, the relationship standpoint as well, that if all of a sudden uh, uh, you're asking me a bunch of questions and, and stuff like that, and then you know I come up with some suggestions and stuff and they're, they're implemented, it builds trust between us. It also builds a relationship, and, and I feel valued. I feel affirmed as a member of the team. Mm. Uh, and, you know, creating those spots. And, and, and what I liked you said like 30 minutes ago was there's times, you know, when you say, listen, I need a bunch of ideas. Mm -hmm. I can't say I'm going to use any or all of them, mm -hmm. but I really do appreciate, you know, even setting the tone and say, listen, you know, we're kind of jammed for time, but I really would appreciate some of your thoughts on this. All that stuff goes to build relationships because if you don't have a relationship, not a good relationship, it's going to be really hard to meet whatever your targets are. Yeah, I agree. The last thing that was bubbling into my head is uh, it's maybe uh, a little bit on the other side is, is if I do make a commitment to enter every space with curiosity and ask questions as a leader or as an individual, setting up the context is really important. Because if I'm your leader, and I just keep asking question after question after question, I can also set up uh, a sense that I don't trust you because I'm asking questions. But if you said, listen, you know what? I'm really recognizing that by being curious and really understanding things, it it is going to help us uh, create a better, better space, great, a better place to work. Declaring that as a leader, or um, even if you're not a leader and you are someone who asks lots of questions saying, hey, I just want to so, you know, I, I know I ask lots of questions, but the reason I ask questions is because I really want to know and mm -hmm. I want to understand. In fact, I might need to understand it deeper. So I just want to, I just want to set that as a context so that if, if I am asking too many questions, um, it's not about not believing. It's about how do I best help you and bring this thing forward? I agree. Awesome. So, folks, uh, we hope that you you uh, found some of what we spoke about helpful. Uh, we hope you didn't find anything we spoke of offensive or made you really angry. But, Greg, your uh, philosophy, I think, uh, would do us well in this episode as well as we start uh, making our way out of it. Yeah, we end the, each of our podcasts with a great uh, 
insight that uh, my coach, first coach gave me. And she said, you know, in our time together, there are going to be times when we talk about something or I say something to you, Greg, that will create crunchiness, maybe even a little, be a little peeved off. Um, and uh, there will also be times when you'll feel good and excited. And the good excitement are things usually when you're doing something right or you recognizing some improvement in yourself. And the crunchy is normally something that hits the mark. It's, it's often things where you, you might not think are important, but we encourage in this podcast and in life, actually, that you listen to both the churn and the joy. There's learnings in both of them. Don't hold on to them too long, but, but at least pause, reflect and say, Hey, what can I, what can I do with this? What's the insight in this that I can take? Be curious within yourself and that will help you grow and be successful as a leader or a team member. Excellent, Greg. Uh, would you like a, a shout out? I would love a shout out. I have a problem. You have a problem. There's too many. Too many. Too many wide and varied. Wow. Wow. I'm going to pick two. Okay. Georgetown, Cayman Islands. Oh, the Cayman Islands. Huh. And? I've been there. That's a beautiful place. Mm. And Asuncion, Paraguay. Paraguay? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't believe we've ha ever had anyone from Paraguay. We definitely have folks from South America listening to us. But welcome, Paraguay. We're so excited. And that wasn't even the most unique one we had. Oh. Yeah, so we have to wait next time. Oh, wow. Wow, you're going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it hanging. Very cool. You know what? It's it's just cool that we get people dropping in from time to time from places that I've never been to that I probably won't go to. But again, it, it's that point, and you bring it up all the time, that uh, we might speak different languages, have a different culture, but as people in the workplace, management employees, uh, many of the things are common themes yeah. and uh, issues and and things that we need to work through. So it's it's really encouraging when, you know, you know, uh, SoundCloud will only give me so many things that we've blown through those that uh, we we really don't know how many countries mm -hmm. or how many oh, no mm -hmm. we don't know how many cities because it, it's blown way past the the, mm -hmm. the maximum that they'll display for us so mm -hmm. it's cool yeah that's really cool anything else no that's perfect remember people matter take the time with the people you work with they're an important part of your job your success or your failure talk to you next time take care <laughs>